This episode of the Two Fit Crazies in a Microphone podcast is brought to you by TFC Productions. Christine, what's the TFC stand for? Two Fit Crazies. Two Fit Crazy Productions? Yeah. Yeah, we produce some podcasts. So, um, you know, people always come up to us uh, and ask us how we can help them or, you know, what we can do. How did you get started in podcasting? What do I need? This and that. We Let got us you covered. help you. We Let got- us consult with you. We'll walk you through every step. Got you covered. And then from there, if you feel like recording and sending us the information, we'll produce it. We'll package it. We'll send it back to you nice with a bow on it. And uh, you just upload it yourself. And we'll uh, give you all those marketing tools and everything you need to do in the meantime. That's right. From the leaders in Podcasting 101. TFC Productions. So we're also brought to you by ContiFit.com, which is your virtual online fitness and wellness. You name it, you need it, we're here for you. And uh, make sure, check out the Let's Face It Together Facial Fitness and Rehabilitation Program, working with special populations around the world. Get virtually certified today. Don't miss out. Also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. We've got virtual online health coaching uh, sessions with me, uh, my company, High Five Health and Fitness. Uh, All the information, highfivehealthandfitness.com. It's Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Celebrating birthdays today, Christine. Yeah, we are. Spreading joy and love all over the place. Uh, Rebecca (laughs) Kofod is with us today on the show, and it is her birthday. And she took time out to hang with the Two Fit Crazies. What else are you going to do on your birthday? I mean, we celebrate. You come and you sit down with the Two Fit Crazies. And you talk about fitness. Mm -hmm. And it's awesome. And and, And that's her passion. And she talks about working on projects that she cares about. And this uh, former techie um, left that tech world, just like Brian and I left Kindred our- Kindred spirits. Oh, my gosh. We couldn't run fast enough away <laughs> from some of our former uh, careers. Um, no, there's a place lives. for everybody. <laughs> you were going to say lives. careers. I said lives. lives. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, there's a, there's a place for all of us and- Brian and I are lucky enough to find our shine. I mean, other people think we may just be very special. And I don't know what the word special means when they say it, but I just say thank you. Um, but Rebecca's awesome. She describes herself as an intrapreneur. That's right. Working for Matrix Fitness mm-hmm. and uh, rolling out uh, group fitness, group training programs uh, that work with the equipment that uh, that they go into the facilities that, uh, you know, that have Matrix Fitness uh, equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, very large company. She works for a small portion of the company. But no, she says it's you know her her team. Yeah. Um, you know the day to day, and she's working um, you know with the businesses that you know are using these uh, the, these programs uh, in order to a make sure that they use them correctly and mm-hmm. b make sure that they're successful in using them because that's good for everybody, right? And um, you know just to really. Um, you know, she she coaches them and she's a mentor to them, mm-hmm. and we talk about mentorship quite a bit in this episode. Um, you know, just a just a really good uh, inside look at what goes into rolling out some of these programs. Uh, you know, nationwide, and and you know, in her case, the company itself mm-hmm. worldwide. Um, she you know goes tells us explains to us that uh, it is just you know the United States what she's working on. But this is a you know it's a very large company, and uh, you know it's 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 neat to hear some of the uh, the inside. 
uh, scoop on how everything's working. And Rebecca is is really awesome, and she's going to tell us, um, even if you know, fitness, business, anything. These are just she consults now with what she's been through, her experiences working with companies. Again, she comes from tech. She comes marketing is her background as well, and she worked for. Um, the business development for Les Mills Northeast. So my um, fitness pros out there, you know, or business owners of gyms and whatnot, you know, Les Mills, you know, that name, especially our Canadian friends up in uh, up North, you know, Les Mills, it's like a cult. Okay. (laughs) Um, So, and uh, you know, she had a lot of experience with them and you know, she does a lot of education and development um, and that is her passion. And it's always wonderful to have guests on here that, you know, they love fitness and nutrition and they, they decided that they were going to go for it and that, you know, she says the same thing. Um, you know, the money's great, but it doesn't always equal happiness. And she said, I wanted to work on projects that are important to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's, that's it. That's it. You know, we got to get out of bed in the morning. We got to live. Uh, and uh, we got to live really well. And when it's your birthday, you come and you sit down with us and you tell us all about it. Uh, so very excited. Uh, Rebecca was fantastic. And we think you're going to really love this episode. Uh, so please give it a listen. Two Fit Crazy in a Microphone podcast. Here we go. Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Too Fit Crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. It is a great day today, Brian. It sure is. Tell us why. And you know what? Not only do we have an awesome guest by the name of Rebecca Kofad, but it is also her birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. I won't sing to you like I did before when you got online. So <laughs> I'm going to spare our listeners that atrocity. But happy birthday. And we're so excited to have you here on your big day. Happy birthday. I mean, what a, what a way to spend your day, yeah, you know? Absolutely. No place I'd rather be. <laughs> so speaking of rather be, um, where are you coming to us from? Well, I am currently in Massachusetts. Um, I spend half my time here in Massachusetts and the other half in Florida seasonally. Yes, I am a, a young snowbird. That's awesome. I'm really jealous. That's the good life. Mm-hmm. A little bit of everything. Well, and you know, I actually spent the beginning of my life in your state. So I was actually born and I was lived in New Jersey till I was 12. So. Okay. Where? I'm a little Jersey girl. Yeah. Where'd you live? Uh, most of that time I was in Paramus. Okay. Paramus comes to us in the summertime. They all come down. Yep. <laughs> yes, and I did. <laughs> That's right. All right. Very cool. All right. Well, I'm co- you, you spent your first 12. I just spent my last 12 here. This is, so we're now, we're, we're equal New Jersey people go. at this point. Um, so what's going on? So what's, 
I know that, you know, you had actually just told us off air that, you know, as opposed to an entrepreneur, you said the word what? Intrapreneur. Okay. What the heck mm-hmm. is that? Because <laughs> there's always people, you know, kind of going off and um, I'm selling this and this is my idea and I'm, and I'm going to blow up the world with this and not literally, but, you know, make changes. And so what the heck does that mean to be an entrepreneur? Well, um, it's basically having your entrepreneurial spirit, but using it in a bigger company. And it's, it's what's worked for me through my fitness career, um, which I actually came into fitness in a little indirect route. It was a non-traditional path. And I was, it was later in my life that I came into the fitness industry. But since I've been in the fitness industry and really committed to being where I'm happy and where my passion lies, I've worked for two amazing companies um, and been able to work with them on things that are super important to me and bringing them to life for lots and lots of people around the world because it's bigger than just me doing my thing. Um, so that's, that's how I view entrepreneurship is I still get to develop ideas and carry them out and promote wonderful things. I just get to do it with a lot of resources behind me and um, some really strong partnerships within the organization. The benefit of having mm-hmm. some infrastructure and things and not just flapping in the breeze and chasing the next bright idea. And, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely helpful to, uh, you know, it, it puts a lasso on things, I'm sure, at times. Absolutely. And, you know, it's not like they're enormous organizations. The first company I worked for um, when I came out of college, and this was what back went in my tech days. So I was in high tech for years before I came into the fitness industry. But um, there were 110,000 employees when I went to work there. So um, working for a company with three or 400 employees, it still feels really small business. So how the heck did you go from, and you're talking to people that are in really good company. And for the most part, I would say, you know what, I'm going to generalize here. The people that really are the movers and the shakers and, and have really made it in the fitness industry, it's, you're really in the business of fitness is what it is. Like you said, you're seeing projects to the end, you're developing, you, you've got this creativity, this entrepreneur, entrepreneurial idea or or I guess, you know, feeling about yourself, but you get to do this with other people. Now, this is, um, you know, most people, again, that come out um, that have done these big things are, have other professions and it's taken a while to kind of evolve (laughs) and find what maybe you really love to do. So how, how did that go over? How did that start? Oh gosh. Um, Well, really, Fitness and nutrition have been things that have really transformed my life. And especially when I was working in tech, I was super stressed out all the time, ate really unhealthy, didn't take the time for myself. And when I kind of started turning that around and putting a focus on me, I realized that I really hated my job (laughs) and not... um, Not that I I hated the people I worked with or anything like that, but I just was not, it wasn't something that got me excited to get out of bed in the morning. 
And so I took some time and focused on me and growing the person that I wanted to be and realized that to really be happy, I needed to put the paycheck of tech behind and focus on what I cared about and not worry about the money, um, which was really hard for my parents to handle. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they were always ones to say, hey, you know, you can make five times more money selling software than you can selling fitness programs. So, and it's still the same job. Why do you want to do this? And, uh, you know, to me, it was because I didn't care about software. I cared about fitness programs. And to me, it had to be something that drove me every day and, and helped me feel like I was doing good in the world and taking something that had really helped to transform who I was physically and emotionally and being able to bring it to a large quantity of people was what I wanted to do. And that was what I was driven to do. So um, it took a while to do it. And it, it's funny. I, um, it was actually uh, just before my 38th birthday and my body step instructor said, Hey, Rebecca, you should go to body step training this weekend. And I was like, are you kidding me? I am way too old to teach. I could never do that. And um, somehow she talked me into it. It was really just like, okay, you love the program. You'll get to work out for two days straight. Why not? Just go. You'll love it. And I said, okay, I'm never going to teach it though. And those two days really transformed my life. Those are a pivotal moment in my decision-making about I have to follow my heart. I have to go into fitness and I don't have a kinesiology degree. I've never been an athlete. I need to use the skills that I have, which are more marketing sales leadership. How can I marry those two? Um, And so it was about 10 months later that after a really diehard, I'm going to make this work. um, I, landed the job um, in business development with Last Mills Northeast. So that was in 2006. And um, I was their first non-family member employee. And this was when Les Mills was uh, taking over directly for what was then Body Training Systems is now MOSA had been distributing. And uh, it was the best decision I ever made. Uh, I was there for 11 years learned so, so much. And now I'm at Matrix Fitness, which I never thought I'd work for an equipment vendor, but they were working on bringing out a group training program and group, group exercise, group training. That is where my heart and soul is at. I believe in it so wholeheartedly, what it does for the people who are participating, what it does for the facilities that are doing it in member retention and engagement and all that. I just think it's so important. Um, And they were developing this new program and really wanted to support it for their customers. And they didn't really know how to do it. So they brought me on to work on that project. And that's been amazing as well. So that's the, the long story of my path to get where I am today. Well, let me tell you, you come from. She gets it. Yeah, no, you come from a, a not only a long line of guests, um, but the two of us included in this of of people that um, 
you know, weren't soul satisfied in what they were doing, uh, ended up leaving. Uh, I have a friend of mine who was an attorney and who's in fitness now. And he said, I, he was an attorney and he says, we all should have just got the town job for mm-hmm. like 20 years and got the pension because mm-hmm. we all changed jobs anyway. Um, yeah. and, and eventually did what we wanted to do, um, with the rest, you know, with our lives, um, yeah. you know, which is help people and remain active and be passionate about what we do. And, and, and you, you mentioned it before we even got into this. You said you work on projects now that are quote unquote important to you. Um, you know, things that, that are, you know, do help us get out of bed in the morning and do help us, uh, you know, just, just feel good about what we're doing and, and passionate. I've had three, I made it jobs where it was good. We were good, you know, the equivalent of selling software, or, you know, what you were doing prior to this. And, you know, I just knew I could, I made it, I can make money here and I can, buy the things that I'm going to need to buy, but all of them left me empty. Um, so yeah. it's great. Um, and what is it then about, uh, you know, group fitness? And you said that this is like really what you're passionate about and these programs and what they were rolling out that they didn't necessarily have. What is it about this aspect of the business that you enjoy the most? Um, well, you know, I think the fact that for me, that was what engaged me and what was my hook that made me feel alive at a time that I was not feeling so alive, that made me feel um, I I was connecting with other people. I was enjoying movement, which I had never really enjoyed movement before. And I have so many colleagues who have been in, you know, been athletes or been um, in fitness for a really long time. And I tell them, you know, I, I wasn't, I didn't really like to move. I kind of liked to sit around and do nothing. And once I figured out how good it feels to move, um, that was what drew me in. And so I've met so many great people. And as I, from the business perspective, look at these clubs and different types of fitness facilities that I've been in and how important that tool is for member engagement it's it's just priceless and you know group exercise members stay members for so much longer and they're much more likely to tell a friend and they don't leave because they've made friends so i've it's just to me it makes sense from the user perspective it makes sense from the provider perspective and it's just an area where you just feel energized I couldn't get out. I was an investment banker and then I wound up teaching for 15 years and I, every decision I made was, and I never realized this. It was like, I went into banking because everyone told me that money equals success, right? So it was like, if you make a bunch of money, that means you're successful and you'll be happy. And I'm like, this sucks. I don't want to sit behind a desk for 14 hours. And, you know, it was, that's just not me. And at least I figured that out. But I went to teaching because I'm like, hey, if I can teach, then I can coach. And then I can do, you know, maybe personal training and fitness on a side hustle. And you know what? That was great. It was great money. I'm not going to lie. You know, after a certain amount of years, like, and I, you know, I, I think you'll, you'll understand this because I had a mother who was like, oh my God, your pension, what are you going to do with your, your pension? You mess, you know, literally people thought that I was losing my mind. Isn't that a great, she doesn't oh, really yeah. sound like that, I, I but love, she does. I love Christine's mom impression. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Christine, what are you thinking? Are you going through a, a midlife crisis? <laughs> what is this? You know? Oh yeah. Um, so I heard the same thing. Um, and I'm like, 
and I actually had to back away from a lot of people that were not understanding. And I get it because they, it's almost like, it's almost like you have this epiphany of you said it yourself. Like I wasn't, like I wasn't alive and I started moving. I remember, you know, thinking when I was in investment banking, like, okay, what I was in New York city and I'm like, wow. Okay. Do you think if I get out of here at this time, I'll make this class at crunch? Like, do, and then I was teaching and I'm like, oh, I've, I have an ex- extended lunch period today. You think I can run to the gym, run five miles and come back. And then it was, everything was about movement because I knew it made me feel so good. Right. And I wanted to spread that feeling to other people. And it wasn't as if, you know, like for you, it wasn't like you didn't enjoy certain aspects of different jobs, but it's, there's so much more and, and you get it. And I know you get it. And, you know, you can go home and hug your money. Mm-hmm. We're going to hug people and we're going to change lives. And you're talking to, by the way, this is great. Um, you're talking to a body step sister, um, <laughs> who taught body step forever. Um, so I don't know. Are you familiar with Love the it. Chihuahua? Oh yeah. Any person I know that teaches body stuff, you gotta remember the Chihuahua. I'm raising my hand. I missed that one. <laughs> oh, you're missing out. You know, Brian, Christine and I should get together and teach it to you someday. Oh my gosh. I, I'm in. It's, I'm in. I think it's singed into my brain. That was <laughs> what, that was like 2004 or something that came yeah, out. It was, yeah, it was early 2000 for sure. I was dating my husband and I would be in our like basement of our townhouse before we got engaged, be practicing with what's her face, the girl who was like Australian or New Zealand, I forgot, New Zealand. And he'd be like, what are you doing? Like, he's like, he's like, you're getting yelled at by these like Aussies like downstairs in the basement. <laughs> but it was Absolutely. just one of those, good times. you know, it's, you know, I, I love learning and I got certified in, you know, almost everything just because it was fun. I wanted to know what every company was doing. And I think that only adds to your, you know, value that you could provide for people. So tell us what, what are you working on right now that, that excites you or what are you bringing out? Um, well, uh, gosh, a, a lot of things from, from different sides of my world, but, um, so one of the things that I've been, working on a lot through COVID is um, exactly what you just said, learning and really put a lot of focus. I've, I've watched more webinars, listened to more podcasts, listened and read more books um, and really just very fortunate to work for a company who also believes that that brings value to our customers. So as I can take all of this knowledge in and then work with our customers to help them to embrace it. That's been something that I've been really focused on. But the other thing that is a really big part of my life right now um, is the Women in Fitness Association. And that's actually how I met you, Christine. And Mm -hmm. that, um, like today, we just announced our next round of board of directors um, and pulling together some really big initiatives for the next year. And so that has been um, a really um, exciting and motivational and just developmental aspect of my life over the past couple of years. So that's been a big part of what I've been doing too. 
crazy. We so, love we love WIFA. Oh my gosh, we work mm-hmm. with them all the time, mm-hmm. and it's it's funny. The um, people say, you know, how do I network? How do I grow this? And I'm, I'm like, are you are you attending webinars? Are you reaching out? How's your social media? You know, and and many women. I'm like, are you a part of the Women in Fitness Network? And they're like, or Fitness Association. And um, they're like, well, why? What's the? I said, because you can get a mentor. You can work with people that will connect you, you know, with, you know, if you want. I mean, you could do nothing with it, or you could be totally active and involved and grow your network and listen to what other people who have done this before you and, you know, they've succeeded or failed. And at least you can, you hear that story. But I have to say when I first joined and had a couple mentors, I mean, Paula Comfort was one of mine. Um, and you know, you started and you didn't know who was the mentor and mentee. And then as you know, the years have gone on, you know, I, I talked to someone and I'm like, Oh, okay. You're new now. And you're, um, and I think that that's fascinating because you can then connect people with who, they may need to be connected with and give them that warm lead. So I love that you, you know, you brought that up. Um, I tell everyone, I'm like, be, be involved, get a part of the mentorship and use it, you know, attend all this stuff. When you talk about mentorship is so it's one of the things I just love. And I've actually brought it to, there's a women in business association from uh, my undergrad is from university of New Hampshire. And I've done some talks at, their uh, women, women in business that they have there um, with the students, which has been really rewarding. I just absolutely love it. But I shared with them, hey, you know, you don't always have to say it's an alumni that's the mentor and it's a student that's the mentee because we alumni have a lot to learn from the students because they're living in today's world a lot different than we did when we were there. And I shared that, you know, with WIFA, it's not a uh, one person's the mentor and one person's the mentee. It's a, a back and forth and we learn from each other and we share and we grow together and we motivate each other and we have accountability to each other for things that we want to work on. So if we share that we want to work on something, having that accountability partner to help us follow it through um, can be so meaningful. So it's one of my favorite parts of what WIFA offers is the aspect of having mentorship pairs where it's not about who's younger and who's older, or who's more experienced and who's less experienced, but Hey, we all have something to learn from someone else and we all have something that we can share with somebody else. So let's do it that way. And it's, it's unique to me and I've just really, really enjoyed it. I mean, it's, it's just one of those situations. Mentorship is just every, you know, everyone benefits from it, even if there is a hierarchy to it or the mentor mentee type of situation. But you know, it's, it's just, you're all going to learn from it. And, and, uh, you know, who, who, you know, who doesn't want that? I have to tell you, uh, it was me who made Christine. I said, Christine, this is WeFa. What are you doing? Get on this, like sign up today. Um, I said I would look pretty funny if I filled out that application. It was and just I, on my. Sure. It was one of those things on my list, you know, <laughs> Rebecca. You know, when you're like, oh, I, sh- I, sh- I need to do this, and it just was like actually sitting down and getting on the website. You know, it was one of those things when they first started. Uh, yep. 
I hear you. Well, thank you, Brian. Yeah, thank that's you okay. No, no, no. I, no, I, I have to take credit for things. You know, it's my. I'm the man here. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Lindsay and Morgan are probably. You know, I should send them a thank you or I'm sorry card to for uh, for including Conti in on that party. But <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Uh, <laughs> um, so, so how does that? Um, how does being a part of that uh, help? Um, matrix fitness and you know you know obviously you would do it um, because it does benefit you not just personally but business wise um, you know what are, how is it able to help you with your day to day and doing the things with with uh, that club or with the association and, and otherwise yeah absolutely so um, with matrix we are I'm part of a really small team um, it's the education team and we do some really fun projects, which is great. And because we're small, we're pretty agile and we've been able to be very responsive to the needs of our customers. My whole focus is making sure that our customers who invest in our equipment and the program that we've developed are able to implement it for their success. And that's how I measure success is how successful our customers are. So, um, that piece of it, tying that back to everything that I do, giving them some ideas, all of those experiences that I share and learn from, and all of the webinars that WeFA provides, those definitely play into what I'm able to share with our customers and making sure that I can check the box of, yes, I helped them to get through and of course, COVID was such a, a challenge. It's still such a challenge. But in the very beginning, when there was this need to really figure out how do we stay engaged with members and what can we do? And Matrix was super responsive in that. And I'm really proud of the fact that we were able to help so many customers to get um, get what they needed in place so that they could stay connected to their members and I've seen the results of it with members coming back into their group programs that they're so excited. We have a, uh, one of our programs is called MX4 Active and it's the active aging piece of it is a piece that everybody sort of felt like, oh, well, maybe we'll wait on that because, you know, older people, they're more at risk. So they're not going to come back to the gym and, you know, I don't know, we'll, we'll focus on our MX4 HIT program. Um, and those, those will be the people that are coming back. And so we've made modifications to make sure that there can be distancing and make sure that everybody feels safe. But in so many of the facilities that I work with, their MX4 active program is having higher participation than their MX4 program. And that just really, I think it surprised me as much as any of our customers that these are the people that are just longing for that interaction. And if you can provide them something that you show them is a safe alternative to sitting at home, um, they want to be back with their people, right? They, they need their gym family with them. So tell us now what, what's going on with Matrix. Like you talked about um, the developing programs and, you know, rolling out a group X. What, you know, What's coming for what's, you know, what's the future like or what's going on right now? Um, well, really just within our framework, being able to expand. So the way, you know, when I first came to Matrix and what I knew of Matrix four and a half years ago was they were an equipment manufacturer. You know, in my mind, it right. was it was 
ellipticals and treadmills, right? It wasn't a, a programming company. It wasn't providing group offerings. Um, but they really intrigued me as I was interviewing, understanding that they had this vision that to be that full service trusted partner, um, that they needed to be able to support the equipment. And so, yes, there are still um, our cardio line and our strength line and things that are not used in group formats, but more and more we're seeing um, the opportunity to bring programming into that space, utilizing matrix equipment, but putting a program behind it so that, you know, you know, just one of the things that I loved about having pre-choreographed programming with Les Mills was I was not um, somebody who could create my own program, but I was really good at delivering, right? So that is, uh, they're two different skill sets. So for us to take a team of master trainers and be able to put together a program that we then give to trained instructors, coaches, trainers, so that they can deliver it to their members, that makes it a lot easier. They don't have to focus on the content development. They just have to focus on being really motivating coaches and delivering that program. Um, so we're continuing on with that. We've got our MX4 program. We've got our MX4 active program, which has an active aging and an active living component. We have our Sprint 8 program, which is a fantastic program that allows um, our customers to use our cardio equipment. So whether it be an elliptical, an ascent trainer, a, um, a bike, a recumbent bike, it can be um, a treadmill, you know, any, any of our cardio equipment, and they can use this high-intensity interval training program that was developed by Phil Campbell, um, strength and conditioning coach extraordinaire. Um, and he put this together, done tons of research about why these intervals are really the best and how simple it is because you're just using one modality at a time. You do eight sprints and the results are, are pretty phenomenal. So pulling that in so that you can offer that as a group experience on the cardio floor, which has been great as people are coming back into the gym and need more space and, but still want that community. So we're really just focused on what are the things that we can do that will help our customers. And then of course, I, you know, having virtual delivery offerings through some of our um, equipment and through our app, that's been something that's been a benefit to customers as well. So what's your day to day like? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> well, it used to be a lot different than it is now. <laughs> These days, I spend far too much time staring at a computer screen with lovely people on it. But, um, you know, it's a lot of time looking at a computer screen. And I used to be able to get out into clubs and travel mm -hmm. a lot. Um, I used to be able to go to trade shows and um, network and do all of those things in person. And I miss it so much. I'm so looking forward to that world being back. Um, but my day to day, I spend some time working internally with our team and looking at projects that we're working on. Um, right now, we're fine tuning some video content to deliver to our customers that supports our programming. So just things like that. So um, part of it is that internal focus. And then 
um, a greater part, you know, it's probably 30, 70. Um, a greater part is more out facing to our customers and working with them on what are your challenges? How are you going to launch this program? What's your marketing strategy? What's your business model? What's your revenue look like? How are you going to um, get your return on investment with this? Um, a lot of times with group training, it's it's amazing to me how different it is from one facility to the next. So one of the things that we've focused on at Matrix is we don't just say here, this isn't a franchise where we just plop this in and you do it and you we give you all of the rules we say to you, hey, what do you charge for other programs that you offer? And what's your price point for membership? And who are you looking to integrate? Is this supposed to be an elite program? Or is this supposed to be more member engagement? At what level do you want to set that uh, that price point? And then within there, do you want to set a price point based on a, a six or an eight week session? Or do you want to have a drop-in model so that you can be competitive with the studios and what they're doing? So there's a lot of that back and forth. And so I sort of act as a consultant to talk them through all of the things to implementing a new program and what they're, you know, helping them to make decisions, not making them for them. More mentoring. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, there it comes again. Well, and it, it's, it's fun because you get to collaborate and um, that's just really exciting for me because, again, they learn from me. I learn from them. Um, we come to decisions together. I can share best practices that I've seen, but at no time do they feel like I'm pressuring them to do something that doesn't fit within their culture and their business model. It's got to be, you know, we call it a, a customizable turnkey solution. Because it is turnkey, but every single implementation is going to be a little bit different. It's not about growing the Matrix MX4 brand. It's about growing our customers' brand. Give, uh, give our listeners an idea as to the reach that Matrix Fitness has. About how many clubs are you in? You know, what location-wise or, or you know, worldwide, obviously. Um, you know, wh- what's the reach right now? Matrix is the third largest equipment manufacturer in the world. So we're pretty big, um, but from my team's perspective and what we're doing with group training and my focus is in the U.S. For the U.S., we are in over 400 clubs with our MX4 program, um, and that's been the one that started it out. And then those have mostly started to bring on um, MX4 Active, and then we have some now that are, are growing by bringing on both. So at this point in the U.S., we're right around uh, just over 400 clubs that we're working with. Wow. So you are busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in, in such a good way. Um, and it's it's interesting because there are similarities to what I used to do at Les Mills, but there's also, it's um, it's very different because we are not a quarterly launch model. It's not always new content. It's really heavily on the front end and then more just check-ins to make sure that things are going smoothly and if there's anything they need. But so I'm constantly, I look at it like I'm constantly in startup mode and that's fun, right? That's the, that's the fun part. Sure. It's really exciting. All right. So we have a lot of, you know, a lot of listeners are, you know, fitness professionals, fitness enthusiasts. They could be instructors and you know, they could be people that just have businesses or just are fitness enthusiasts. So I would love, you know, you are, you are a mentor, you're a consultant. I would love for you to share maybe 
a worst practice you've seen <laughs> and maybe a best practice you've seen without giving away all of your secrets. Hmm. And this could be juicy and good, but don't name <laughs> any names, okay? No names. Just this was the, oh my gosh, I can't believe this person was doing this. Oh, well, you know, I, I wouldn't say it's ever, you know, I'm, I'm working more at the, the managerial level of what's going on in these clubs. So I'll talk more in terms of how things are set up than actually picking on individual coaches and and things that they've done that were not so good or, um, but you know, it, it always comes down to, you know, some of the, the big questions I get asked and, um, you know, how do I pick the best coaches? And we're always looking to, you know, is it a group exercise instructor? Is it a personal trainer? Um, and my guidance on that is it's somebody who's motivational, has a personality, who can move. You know, it's a lot of different things. And really the best blend is the combination. But when you're working with some of these facilities that um, they don't have a really good handle on what all that means. Uh, a lot of owners and managers are not group people. Um, some of them aren't even really fitness people. And they'll make decisions to bring on a program and then they'll just kind of toss it to their team. And their team might just really be a membership team because they've never offered anything like this. And so one of the biggest challenges I deal with is when a club says, okay, these are the people we're sending to training and they have no prerequisite um, personal training certification. They have, they're really front desk people, right? And so that has backfired on a number of clubs and we can only do so much to, you know, say, look, this is what they need to have before they come to training. But I just, I feel so bad for our master trainers if they go in and a club has, you know, pushed somebody from the front desk into the training who legitimately doesn't, doesn't know how to do a proper squat, no less how to coach it. Um, Things like that are really important, yet some of the clubs I work with just don't get it at first. So I would say worst practice is not, um, not hiring and therefore potentially paying for the talent that you really need to deliver a quality program. I could not agree Um. more as I'm just, I'm listening to you. And as someone who was, you know, who has a lot of experience as a master trainer and traveling all over and, you know, what that has taught me, honestly, having my own programs now is that it's really quality over quantity. I would rather have five rock star people take my certification or workshop and roll that out and really make a difference in people's lives. Then have 30 people who half of them, it's like lasers with cats trying to follow around or you're like, "Mm, do you really understand what I'm saying? Or are you, you know, why are you here? What's your why? And I think what you're saying is just such good advice for anyone. Mm -hmm. Fitness is just fitness and wellness and, you know, the whole self is just so much different than just one thing. And yeah. it's, you know, I think a lot of people are undervalued and I, I don't think people understand that, 
You know, they always say this about teachers that, oh, well, if you can't do something, you teach, right? Uh Well, that's (laughs) farthest from the truth ever. I mean, because teachers, they they have a gift. If you're a good teacher, you have a gift. And you can't just say, you can't take someone out of Wall Street, throw them into the classroom and expect them to be, you know, a rock star just because they're successful here. Parents are finding that out now, right? (laughs) (laughs) I wish they found that out when I was teaching. Um, but, But I think that that's a really great point that you have to make. And I think for a lot of business owners out there and people hiring and yeah, there's something to be said for, for what you just spoke about. All right. So, yeah. So, and, and on that, I think that, you know, the, the piece that I threw in at the very end about and paying for, um, is something that I think is a real challenge within the fitness industry is, um, paying people what they're worth. And I think it's so important if there's one thing that I can convey to, um, any, any manager out there that's in the process of selecting people to teach, to coach, it's pick people like if you have to pay them more because they have more value they're go- it's going to make a difference it's going to engage the members better it's you're going to have a larger audience and the return is going to be exponential so that is i think that's really important um but to the second half of your question about something um doing a really good job um and this is my favorite thing is uh, I give a lot of guidance. We have a whole implementation guide that talks through, you know, all, what are the steps to launch a successful program? And one of the things that um, I can look at who are the superstars who do it really well. And when you follow a system it, that is proven, it will work. So um, I have a few examples. There's one specifically that's nearby to here um, that is, is coming to mind. Uh, Waverly Oaks here in Massachusetts. They did such an amazing job of launching their program and it all comes down to marketing and communication and education, right? Letting members know what it is, why they would want it and really promoting it. And we do a lot with, Hey, offer them a demo class so they can experience what it feels like. And, um, when they launched, they did a, a big push of promotion, just like we told them, you know, for two weeks, almost three weeks before. And then they started demo classes. And by the time they were starting their demo classes, they had 110 people that were registered to take them. Wow. And that is what I view as, okay, they did the work and they got the people. And then out of that, they had, I want to say, that in that first week, they had like a 75% um, conversion from demo to actual like purchasing a program, which is amazing, right? Yeah. Um, and it's just because it's, if don't try to change things that people have shown you work, right? Just follow the directions and it, it will work for you. That's so simple, by the way. As, as you're yeah. saying it, and this is as a mentor, as a not coach, as a, no, this is not rocket science and the marketing communication and education, w- this should be a checklist. Like this should be at a, someone, you know, if you have an owner or a mar- manager, that's it. If you want to be an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur, a astro scientist, I don't know, whatever, you know, I don't know if that exists, but these are basic marketing and business tools. Well, I, you know, I have to add something to this. What? You also have to have a program. 
right. right? Yes. So tell us about the program. So um, if we, you know, there's a number of different programs that we offer, but the one that I originally was brought on to work on was MX4. So let's start with that. Um, and yes, very, very key point, Brian, <laughs> you got to have a program. And that's what we believe is here, let's provide the program so that you just have to deliver it. And it is simple. It's a circuit style training program. It's high intensity to variable intensity intervals. It is periodized. So from one week to the next, we are focused on different elements of how we're working our muscles so that you don't have to start at week one and work your way through, but every week there's going to be a different focus. So week one, moderate weight, moderate tempo, week two, we're going to be working on strength training. So we have heavier weights and slower tempos, really basic stuff, but it's all built in, right? right? Um, from day to day, they're using different types of equipment. And the equipment that we work with, we have um, our Conexus frame, and then we have um, some cardio elements that are integrated, and then we have some accessories that are integrated. And so we work with TRX, and we have battle ropes and kettlebells and dumbbells. We have a landmine attachment. We've got, we do a flat circular band. We um, slam balls. We do a lot of, there's a slam ball wall built into the system. So we do a lot of that. So all the fun toys, but it's always going to be focused with a four station cardio in one power in one strength in one endurance in the other. And every single workout has all four stations covered, but with different exercises. So they understand the flow, the members that are taking the class, they understand the flow and they feel comfortable with it, but they're excited to see, okay, what are we going to do today? What, what's the cardio element going to be today? What are we doing for power training today? Um, so it's, that's how the program is. And we developed it so that every four weeks we deliver all the new workouts for the next four weeks. And that's a continuous process with our customers. So that's, that's the program that I first started working on. And now that's, we've had our offshoots and um, more that we're working on now, but that's where it starts. So tell, tell me now about the active uh, aging uh, component or the, uh, the program for them. I love sure. that. Sure. So MX4 Active, um, we launched that. It's been about two years now. And MX4 Active was designed to follow the same structure. So we still have our signature X. We still have cardio power, strength, and endurance. Um, we reduced the period periodization down to instead of going from our established to our enhanced to our elevate to our density, we only use establish and elevate. So we're not doing any heavy strength training. We took out all the exercises that are challenging to the low back, torque the spine, things like that. Things that brought people down to the floor, um, challenging their knees or making them get down and get back up again. Um, and learned that, you know, it's not that people can't do it. It's that they're afraid that they can't do it. So they don't want to participate in it if it's got that in it. Um, so it was, uh, designed to really focus on all of the things that can help people to stay moving. And we have our, um, global researcher, Carly Intelkofer. She'd be a great podcast interview for you. She's fantastic. She works at Matrix. Um, brilliant woman that we brought on who did a lot of research around, uh, the population and how to, uh, work with them 
emotionally and physically and hold that into the training that we offer around that. So really focused on, um, you know, you want to be looking at people. This is really hard with masks right now because a lot of them are reading your lips. Um, like things that have nothing to do with fitness that are important when you're training this population. Um, the, those are the things that we focus on with MX4 Active. So it still follows the same structure, but it's a lot lower intensity and it's designed for lower fitness levels. And I mentioned earlier that, you know, it's active aging, but then we also have the active living component because we know that the physical limitations that come about as we age are very similar to those that come about because we are living a sedentary lifestyle. So whether it be that somebody has just lived a sedentary lifestyle or that somebody, maybe they had surgery and they were in physical therapy and they've just been um, cleared to go back to the gym. Those are also a population that might enjoy this program, but we have two completely different sets of marketing because typically the people that are in one group don't necessarily feel motivated by the people that are in the other group. So bringing like um, people with similar challenges together so that they can overcome them together. So it makes perfect sense now when you said, I am an intrapreneur. <laughs> I think that I think you have nailed this successfully with your whole idea of really working on projects that you care about because you know it doesn't have to be you're you know reinventing the wheel and coming up with something different but you're changing lives through this new platform and you know whatever platform you're involved in you know we could see that you really care and you love it and you know this is this is where you're meant to be Rebecca so i'm oh. excited that you're you know that you've you found this and you've seen this and what i would love for you to do for all of our listeners out there if you could give us the website if they want to find out more about matrix whether the products or the programs and then um any social media handles so we can follow sure so um so for matrix it's matrixfitness.com so that's an easy one uh, for me personally, it's Rebecca Kofod. There are not a lot of Rebecca Kofods. As a matter of fact, I don't know of any other. So if you Google me, you'll you'll get me. Um, it's C-O-F-O-D. There's like 11 Kofods in the whole country. And I'm related to all of them. So, <laughs> um, so it's Rebecca Kofod um, on Facebook, on Instagram, on LinkedIn. Um, just with my name, you can find me. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you have been so much fun, an absolute pleasure. And what are the plans for the rest of your birthday? I'm sorry. This is almost just as important as what we've talked about. Well, this was the highlight. Come on, Christy. Of course. But <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I, I've actually had such a great – so I started my day with a uh, workout at a studio that's here um, in my town with a really great coach. So I got to do a great workout this morning. I, uh, at lunchtime, I went and had an acupuncture treatment because they were offering uh, free acupuncture on your birthday. So Ooh. I went and did that for my, my lunch. And now I am with my significant other going to have a lovely dinner. We're going to stay at home. The original plan was maybe go away for the weekend, but the whole COVID thing has kind of just made it too complicated. So um, we're going to a wonderful seafood restaurant, have some oysters, and then tomorrow we're going to do a long hike. So. You are killing oh. it. Yeah. This is awesome. That's the plan. 
That sounds fantastic. Brian, we need to step it up. We need to have some some hikes, some oysters. Oh, my goodness. Some hikes and some oysters. Yeah. Yep. I mean, whatever. The definition of success, right? Exactly. It's fun. It's laughing. This is success. So, Rebecca, it has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for taking time out of your birthday to come uh, hang with the two fit crazies and we've had a great time with you and we're looking forward to keeping in touch with you and uh with that said absolutely my pleasure enjoy your weekend oh great speaking with you and happy birthday it's christine conti and i'm brian prendergast and we are two fit crazies and the microphone we are where it's at peace